part of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me remove the LinkedIn giant. Well, let me do that real quick. I think I'm good now. I think we live. We live out here, man. What's up, y'all, man? This is the Data is My Science podcast. Live, baby. <laughs> the show that makes data your passion, man, with your host, Dapper Data. As always, man, today I'm going to do a little something different. Uh, usually I, I talk about how data is viable, right, which it is, right? It's viable for the enemy. It's viable for the customer. You know, it's viable for everybody and everything like that. But, you know, what I, what I wanted to talk about today was mindset, which is also viable. Right. And that growth mindset that a lot of people have. And so that's important, man. You know, and uh, what I wanted to, to really highlight was individuals who have that growth mindset. And there's a lot of them out there, but I picked about five, maybe the 10 people and stuff, you know, and we've been encouraging each other behind the scenes. And it's been great, you know, but I wanted to bring this person on. This person is very dear to me. Uh, somebody named Re Reggie Bullock, man. Say what's up, Reggie. What's going on, everybody? What's up, big bro? How you feeling, man? Good, good, man. Good, good, man. You know, so thank you for being on the podcast, man. You know, um, what I talk about when I talk about mindset, I always talk about that growth mindset. I know we'll talk further about uh, uh, how there's two different types. You know, what I believe, like you have the fix and the growth. But uh, what what I wanted to do was highlight the fact that you know people go through trials and tribulations. They go through obstacles all the time. And a lot of people, when they go through that stuff, they need to use that as like a fuel, right, to grow. And so I wanted to to really highlight people who really encourage each other, you know, who, who encourage me all the time and stuff. You know, so that's why I brought you on the podcast, man. So I appreciate you being on, man, you know. Um, so, I, I, man, Reggie, I've known Reggie since Bowie State University, right? We met each other at BSU. Can you hear me? I lost the sound. I can hear uh -huh. you. Uh, Is it your AirPods? You can you hear me? I can hear you. You can't hear me. <laughs> I can hear, read your lips, but I can't hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Let me make sure you're good. Can you hear me now? Dang, man. Did your AirPods go out? It's all good. I can't hear you. I can hear you now. You, I can, I still can't hear you. This is crazy. Man, are you muted? You not muted? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Go, go through the. Uh, maybe take those off. Can you hear me through the phone? We're gonna have to do this another way. Uh, oh, we got a backup plan. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just not to hold y'all up, you know, I, I got about seven listeners on. Definitely keep uh, questions coming along. Uh, there's going to be times where we might not get everybody's question, which is fine. Um, but definitely throw them comments out. I'm going to try to know. Here we go. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right. My bad. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Cool. No. No. That's cool, man. You know. But yeah. yeah I, 
switch back on to the computer, man. So yeah, the app, the app for we're we're using Streamyard, y'all. So I don't know. I think it might have been Streamyard, man. I'm not gonna talk too bad about him, but <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't Reggie. Oh, you know, what I'm saying he, he, he very he's very technical, so yeah, I got worry about you know. But yeah, man, I, I um I, I I'm sure the audience heard, but I met this uh I met this met this brother, man. You know, at BSU, Bowie State University. You know, um. Uh, we we actually met each other through the fraternity, you know, Kappa Alpha Psi. So, yo, yo, you know, out there for all my Kappa people. I see Jermaine watching, you know, you see a comment. I see Jermaine watching right now. But uh, but but yeah, thanks for tuning in, man. You know, I it's crazy because what I, I learned that this dude had the craziest mindset. Right. He had a, a dope mindset at an early age. And this is some this is something that might seem like small to a lot of people. But what I realized was that this dude sat here. And uh, he he taught me something. Um, he's younger than me, so he taught me something at an early age. It was uh, how to do drywall, right? <laughs> and it's crazy because this dude, man, I, I'm like, man, he know how to do drywall, man. He's like in college, man. Yeah, but 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 people may not understand how valuable that is. That's a tool that you can use when you own your own house, right? You don't have to. You don't even have to talk to anybody else. You don't have to hire anybody else, man. You just saved a lot of money, like labor and all that good stuff. When you when you can do drywall, something as basic as drywall, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I sat there and I was like, man, this dude right here, he's smart, he's sharp, man. He got he has a lot of passion, he has ambition, you know what I'm saying? And he knows how to turn things into value, you know, which is what we'll talk about a little bit later because he's very technical. He knows how to turn data into value with data visualization and tableau. He knows how to turn um, turn turn some of that business mindset into something that's viable for customers as well. And and just to have that growth mindset in general, man, you know, but uh, he's somebody that I respect a lot. You know, I actually look up to in a lot of aspects of my life, man, you know. Yeah, stop. Uh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this dude that traveled the world, man, great husband, great father, man, great author, man, writer. He's an IT artist, musician, you name it, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I would just want to introduce y'all to uh, Reggie Bullock, man. You know, uh, Reggie, man, tell him about yourself, man, what you're doing right now and everything. Hey, man. Um. Thanks so much, big bro, uh, for having me on here, man. I just want to first and foremost say I'm proud of you, man, and just watching uh, just you kind of just explode into this podcast and market and really, um, you know, take on the, the, the challenge of educating, um, you know, just people on data. Um, it's, it's, it's such an inspiring thing, man. It's actually inspiring me tremendously. Uh, and uh, so just about myself, I guess, quick rundown, you know, husband, father, uh, friend, employee, business owner, entrepreneur, yeah, everything, <laughs> you know, achievement addict, man. I just love achieving stuff. Uh, literally last night, um, I just, my, my, my birthday is coming up. And so um, one thing that I did last year for my 30th birthday was I, I dropped my first first book which is the uh, 0.0386 figures uh -huh. um and um and then last night i actually just finished finished uploading the manuscript uh for my second book uh which is my birthday present myself another uh asset so that one is called how to transition career into it uh, mm -hmm. so it's basically um you know i don't want to say it's like the one of those four dummies book, but it's really a practical guide that gives you like free resources and low cost resources for how to get certification, what path to take. Because I transitioned into the IT space 
I remember back in college, you guys were you and you know Rich and a few other people like computer science majors, and I was like, man, these guys are so smart. I can't do this. I tried computer science, man, and uh, it wasn't for me at the time because of the class, and I just wasn't as focused. And then um, I thought I thought that I was smart because I couldn't figure it out. Really, I had to hack my mind to learn how I learned, you know. Um, but anyway, we'll get into a lot of that stuff, man. I just want to say, man, thank you so much for having me on the show. And uh, I'm ready to dive into it. So. Yeah, 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 man. Hey, so so one one question before we started, uh, before we start, uh, Marcus Stevens asked, man, you know, can you, what's the name of the book again? I said zero to six figures, but can you hold it up? Yeah, I can hold it up. So you can find this book on Amazon right now, um, or you can go to my website, which is blog.com. Um, www.reginalblog.com. That's probably yeah. the best way for you to find everything in one place. Um, but also, if you go to Amazon, you could type in uh, Reginald Bullock on Amazon, and all of my my books and things like that will come up. But probably the easiest way to get to all of my content is going straight to my website, which is just my name. So, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. So. So, you know, we talk about mindset all the time, man. And 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 usually, uh, so my, my mindset segment that I'm going to start doing um, is going to be really about, uh, it's going to really dive into mindset, right? A little bit deeper. But overall, what you've shown me is that there's a certain perspective that you have to have from a mindset, uh, with mindset and growth mindset. And so I really wanted to talk about that high level and, and how, uh, when I look at you, I think you cover pretty much that whole that whole spectrum right you know like you you really understand mindset because you have a story you know you have a story where you came from and where you're at and where you're going and so you know i wanted to really know what's your perspective on mindset and you know i'll i'll, I'll touch a little bit about me right now what i think about mindset i think there's two different things right you know we talked about before a little bit before we came on the podcast i look at like your fixed mindset and you got your growth mindset right and and the fixed mindset you got uh, people who believe that the quality, the qualities are like inborn in them, right? You know, they believe that they're unchangeable, right? But then you got your your growth mindset, where you believe that you know you have abilities that can be developed and strengthened along the way and mm -hmm. stuff. And that's why I always post about growth mindset a lot because you know we're growing, right? And you and you said something, right? And I I can't really say it verbatim, but you said something that was dope. You know, talking about like addicted to achievement. I think that's what you said, right? Yeah, achievement adding, you know, and that's something that's something great, you know, because I always talk about how I am addicted to knowledge or addicted to growth, you know, and stuff like that. But your achievement addict, you know, that's a dope, dope way to put it. And it kind of it kind of intertwines with yeah. with, with the capital as well, you know. Yeah, I feel that, man. So what's your perspective on mindset, man? You know, and, and when people say mindset, what do they mean? You think? Yeah. So. I got to jump into it in in different ways. Like I think life is very nuanced, right? Like we're complex. Mm -hmm. Humans are complex beings, man. And mm -hmm. so uh, what I mean by that is like we're capable of being like everything and nothing at the same time. So you really mm -hmm. have to be really grounded. And so I start my mindset, you know, uh, like spiritually, physically, mentally, being healthy and all those like you know, unless you're spiritually, you know, mind, body, and spirit, as they 
Mm -hmm. Like those are the pillars that allow you first physiologically, spiritually, and physically actually like be in a place where you're ready to begin to have any mindset, mm -hmm. right? And then on top of that, you have to understand like your family and your friends and the environment, right? You can control even whether you got family that, you know, it's family that you might need to create some boundaries in between you and that family member or friends that might not necessarily need to be your friend. And so the first part, like, is you. Second part, the people around you, right? That's the first element of your your environment. There's a lot of things that you can't control, which we'll get into a little later. But what you can, first thing that you can control is you. Second thing that you can control is your environment, right? All of these things play vital, like are vital to when you talk about having a growth mindset. The next thing is understanding like what drives you, motivates you, right? Um, like what really is your internal clock that winds you up in the morning? Like right, what makes you tick, right? Right, yeah. Like some some basketball players uh or football players, right? Um some guys don't turn it on until they get hit the first time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's like <laughs> You know, you can they can get hype up in a locker room, but for some guys, it's the speech in the locker room. For some guys, it's just waking up in the morning and having their mom make them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like it's different. Like I said, it goes back to like humans are so nuanced and complex. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to it goes back to that spiritual, you know, the the, the first layer is understanding what works for you. You know what I'm saying? And so um, the next thing is like, then what you do for a living, what do you want to become? Ultimately understanding how to compartmentalize and focus on the things that are going to make you. And then here's the other thing is like, within all of that, you have to first identify what is your definition of success. Okay. And so I, I guess that's kind of a, a complex answer, but I'm, I'm, I'm allow me to kind of work through it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why I start with you first and then ultimately kind of trickle down and grow up to your environment is that there's a ton of books. I got a book out here, you know, you got to think of a rich, you'll probably write a couple books in your life. The reality is you're going to get advice from other people, friends, family, strangers. It doesn't matter if it doesn't resonate with you. You right. can't live your life out here trying to be somebody else. You trying to impress everybody else. Trying to stuff. impress everybody else. We living in a social media era. And so every time you get on Instagram, there's a new meme that, oh, I like that. I'm going to go be like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every True. time you watch a new movie <laughs> or listen to a new little baby song, there's a new quote that's like, oh, I'm going I'm to go be like him. I'm going to go be like this. But a lot of people haven't fully taken the time to address themselves from inside and out mm -hmm. and until you do that you can't grow because right. like and even if you do grow like is the soil that you're growing in fertile right um, is are you growing inside of a, a small flower pot or are you growing in inside of a field or forest that can hold the tree that you want because if not you can build you can grow as big as you want what right. happens if trees grow in the wrong environment? They mm. fall down, they break, they die. And it's yeah. like growth isn't enough. The foundation is everything. So that's kind of the what I would that's my perspective. But now that's a good point, man. And I saw a definition um 
I can't talk about verbatim and stuff. You know, I don't have it with me. I should have brought it with me. But, you know, it was talking about uh, how mindset kind of talks about or refers to uh, whether you believe in like uh, uh, like your like like certain things like like uh, like the qualities um, within yourself. So like intelligence and the talent, you know, whether it's like fixed or interchangeable or things like that, you know, something that we we've discussed before, you know, and and um, and so I, I think that what you said is important. Right. You know, and then there's some like examples, you know, when you when you think about when I go back to that whole fixed and like growth mindset, you know, you're you're given like a difficult problem. Say you're given a difficult problem at work in general, you know, or, or kids, man, they're growing up. I'm trying to teach my sons how to like, you know, have that growth mindset. Right. You know, and, and some people view the problem as like a challenge or a learning experience and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's great. Right. I look at that as that growth mindset. But then you got some people that say, man, this is impossible to solve. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> and they're like, they're like, man, that, that that their intelligence can't even get get to it. They're worried about the scrutiny. They're worried about being judged and all that it's crap, fear. whatever. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, fear, like you said, man, and stuff, you know. And so that that mindset, you know, they got to they got to find a way to get a, get away from that. You know, they believe that there is like nothing they can do to tackle that problem. You know, and that's what sucks. Right. It it does suck. And I think that, you know, um, like the the thing about the mindset. Right. And why I say it's so nuanced is because you might need to be fixed and have a growth mindset at the same time. But Mm. everything that you approach doesn't have to have the same solution. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So say, for example, you know, you might need to have a fixed mindset fixed mindset when it comes to I don't know um just it just goes back to like your principles certain things but when it comes to like that's why you have to separate like what you do for a living you know what I'm saying versus your home life or Mm -hmm. how you are you have to integrity is so important man and it's like a lot of times I think personally for me it just always goes back to because as a problem solver right you have to you have to address things based on the need for that because if you approach things and say hey i'm gonna make this thing grow like well maybe this thing isn't supposed to grow right right right. when is the right time to actually like stop it right or or, move move on to something else right right? or come back to it because Sometimes we can be so dogged in our beliefs that we feel like we can change everything. And um, and a lot and, and I've, I've suffered, you know, from 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 that, too, which we'll talk about later. Where, you know, mm-hmm. I ended up going through like a nervous breakdown. Mm-hmm. And because I, you know, the opposite, the other side of things being so good is that the other thing, too, man, is like. Everybody's talking about be positive, be positive, be positive. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, there's always a yin and a yang. Like that power is generated from positive and negative current. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Polarity is yeah. really what makes the earth actually spin on its accent. Mm-hmm. That's that's why we live in the world that we live in. And so I say all of that to say is like it's okay to be positive. You have to find peace within yourself that when things are are not going the way that you want them or things are negative or you're in you're surrounded by negative, you're still able to maintain your peace. 
And mm. so a lot of times when people do have excellent work mindsets and are excellent at being positive, when they do face adversity, because they're only built for times that are meant for people growth mindsets to thrive. When those people enter into situations where they can't, like, you know what I'm saying? When they when they enter into those negative situations, they don't know how to function. And that's right. not easy. You know right. what I'm saying? You're, you're basically saying, like, it's not about it's not about really being able to, it's about that adaptation, right? Yes. Being able yes. to adapt to it, right? Because yes. you, you got you got the you got the negative that will come along. You can't really hide from that crap, right? You can't yeah. hide from it. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. going to happen, you know. But what you can do is, you can you can you can definitely sit there and be able to uh, train yourself to adapt to those situations. So you recognize it when it come along, and be able to say, all right, you know, this is a situation that's more negative and not positive. You know, uh, I recognize it. That's like number one, and being able to kind of transition to more of a positive light, you know, or be yeah. able. To- and I and not to cut you off, but I take it further. I'll go back to my earlier points about understanding like what you're doing it for, understanding what makes you tick, what drives you, what motivates you. Your why, right? What are your triggers, right? Mm. Because what sets you off, you know what I'm saying? Like what ah. because there are, and this is when you know you're talking about what we'll get into it later, like the next one is you know, we'll talk about like emotions and things like that. Like you can do some things like if you don't know like your spiritual, you know, mental, physical, whatever, like your triggers, period, from your family, your friends, this and that, and the third who cuts you off. At that point in today's world, like anybody can get you. Because mm-hmm. anybody with the internet, I could be anybody I want to be. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like if you know, and that's just like from a hacker's perspective, like talking about with like ancestry.com or anything like that like what if somebody doesn't hack on ancestry.com understands like your whole family lineage you know how powerful that is yeah oh this is your long lost brother (laughs) that has a facebook page with all of his stuff and a hundred thousand followers on instagram and now he makes himself look famous and then they contact you and it's a catfish but (laughs) now but now, like now, this person can really trigger you and start to get to get you to do. I don't know. Let me go deep deep into it, man. But it's like you can be manipulated if you're not in control of yourself, or you don't know what takes you, what your mindset is. Like at any given time, anybody can derail you if they want to, and it's the people that's closest to you that can hurt you the most. Like I've been through a lot of things, even recently in my life, where you deal with people that are close to you. And it's not normal everyday people that are out there on the street that can like kind of penetrate your shell and get to you. But it's the ones that like you actually care about that will affect you. So right, right. that's why I said like family and friends and stuff like that. You got to as an adult, you got to be able to create barriers, not barriers, but um, what is the word? Boundaries. You know. With, oh, man. Yeah. That's a whole another topic right there. Boundaries, man. <laughs> But I think it's all I think it's all related to success, man, because we're human. Right. I think a lot of times when we look at like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or you know what I'm saying? Um, like I've read these well not Jeff Bezos, I haven't read his bio, but I've read, you know, Elon Musk bio, you know, the whole thing. I think that the book on the audible is like twenty seven hours like that i read like you know steve jobs all of them and i because i want to understand like who these people are and how they think you know stuff like that and like what why are they the way that they are 
and you they're like success leaves breadcrumbs you know what i'm saying so it's like a lot of the times what i'll do is i'll just take different nuggets from people you know and the other thing too is like your subconscious mind is so powerful man it's like we really got to be careful what like one thing in my book my first book i talked about you know purging your subconscious mind like Mm -hmm. if you about if you ever seen old plasma like now mostly it's lcd tv screens right it's a reason for that because if they had a stagnant image have you ever seen a tv screen or a computer screen where the images are just burned into the screen right yeah yeah yeah. think about that as like those images being burned into the screen are the subconscious right think about that and so something stays on your timeline too long on instagram now it's stuck in your mind Mm -hmm. the back of your mind so when you're right. looking at all of this negative stuff or, you know, whatever, right, right. and now. Oh, uh, so what, like, basically what you're saying, like, it does matter, like, what you're putting into your mind and stuff. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of times we're reading things, you know, shoot, everything from the music, everything from the, the reading, you know, everything, uh, you know, the, the movies and stuff we watch, all that stuff, you know, uh, we may not think it's impacting our brains. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's, it's being put into our subconscious, you know, um, but we don't even know it, you know, and then so eventually we're making decisions and stuff, but, you know, stuff that you've been through or stuff that you've seen and stuff like that, it does, it does have that effect, right? And it's even worse, like if you look at the, the, it, the even now it's more dangerous because I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the great hack on Netflix, Cambridge Analytica, and have you seen that? <laughs> no, nah, I, I, no, I haven't seen that one. What they talking about? I watch it. When they're talking about the election, uh, the the 2016 election. You talking about anonymous or you? No, no. Okay. So, so yeah, you got to watch that one. So it's called the Great Hack, and it's basically how um, the uh, Trump campaign hired a source called Cambridge Analytica, right? Uh, Which was pretty much a a big take media hub type thing. And they had already experimented with creating civil unrest, right? Mm-hmm. And, and swaying election based on social media campaigns. And, and the, what they did it in Venezuela where they basically, even the Black Lives Matter movement when it originally started, they were taking out Instagram ads mm-hmm. and Facebook ads and that were not Black Lives Matter. Like, I won't get into the whole thing on the podcast about where they're coming from. Anyways, watch. But at one point, their campaign was taking out a million dollars in Facebook ads per day. day. (laughs) And they were misinformation. This is why Mark Zuckerberg went to to the Senate, because they were basically in between government and free enterprise saying that, you know, they were uh, knowingly, uh, wittingly uh, disseminating misinformation. And so I say all of this stuff to say is that everything that you're seeing out there, you don't know what the intention is of the person that's posting it. You might not even know if it's an organization posting it, if the state entity posting it, if it's a non-state entity, if it's a bad actor or whatever. And it's like all we're you're doing is just taking in information and then creating an emotional response and triggering yourself and other things. And if that is the intention of it, 
And some of these things are even bringing call to action where they're bringing physically bringing people out. Ah. Say, hey, this is an event, but it's not the actual event of the organization. They're making their own event. And so, I mean, it's a huge thing. I don't want to go down that road, but I, I'll say and as it relates to the mindset and just the, the, to draw the parallel, the, the subconscious being plasma TV screen. Yeah, yeah. It's like you really have to understand that. And it just goes back to your values, your principles, and understanding how to first at the first layer to hack yourself, to control your own self. And once you have that, nothing can break you, nothing can stop you. And mm-hmm. you can really truly thrive and grow in any world, in any environment, whether it's positive, negative, whether we're know at war whether at peace is that you can thrive in any situation that you put in if you are able to understand how you work and how you respond and what you react to man that's a great point man those are great analogies too man you know and uh it was something that and and you know and you already know when when I put that uh, that post out on on Instagram Right uh, about us, you know how we're about to do this segment, right? This this mindset segment, you know. I me, I hit you up beforehand. I was like, bro, you know what? What do we need to like? What should we talk about? You know, yeah. and, and off the break, you already had it, right? Like hacking yeah. the mind and stuff, man. You was like, yeah. bam, 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 hacking the mind. And so, but what one thing you said in there, you was like, it's the first level to the game. Yeah, and man, for me. That's so deep, man. That just blew my mind, you know. Like, like, you know. So I want you to talk a little bit about that, and and uh, you know, and and then we can transition into something that I I just thought about, you know. Like, can you change that mindset, right? You know, because yeah. a lot of people think like, man, I'm in this one state, you know, I'm hitting this these all these all these negative aspects of things, you know. Can I really even change, you know? And for me, I look at like you got to focus on the the outcome, right? Instead of you got I me, mean, you got to focus on the process. Right, you got the outcome. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people focus on the outcome, right? You know, the end. The, you know, being able to to say things that's at the end of the road and stuff. You know, but yeah. you like you got a whole process to get there and stuff. You know, yeah. and you got to understand those efforts and the hard work that you got to go through and and the dedication and stuff like that. And 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 those things are important, right? To learning and growth. You know, but but what's your thoughts on that? What what do you mean by the first level to the game, man? Because that was that was dope. <laughs> yeah, man. I'd say the first when you think about the first level to the game, man, like think about a real actual game that you ever play. I don't know whether it's Sega Genesis or PlayStation or whatever. Like you got levels, you got level one. Normally it's like they bring you to a little tutorial on how to work the buttons. Right, you right. Get to the first level, which is designed to not be that difficult, right? But then you got bosses and then you beat the game and all of this stuff. Right, right, right. <laughs> First level in the game, you know, after you get through the tutorial on how to do, you know, and then you say, all right, I'm actually going to play this thing. You're going to repeat that level. You're going to keep dying over and over on this level. <laughs> I say it's the first level in the game. I mean it because it's like you can make more money, right? Mm-hmm. You can get more materialistic stuff you can have whatever relate whatever it is whatever you want (laughs) you can do all of that stuff and still not have the mindset and still Mm. not like you can think you're doing it but reality is is you'll never like you'll never feel satisfied because you won't 
actually be achieving the goals that you want. You'll mm. be you'll be going in going through the motions in life and you'll get these rewards. Like you mm -hmm. might get to another level, but for some reason or another, you got people running around playing the game with different mods and all this other yeah, type of yeah, stuff. Yeah. You're like, man, I want that. But yeah. you never get it because it's the first level in the game. So what a, a Diddy quote was like, you know, we can't change the world unless we change ourselves. Type mm. of thing. So it's real. And it just, I keep bringing it back to my first fundamental points, man, is that you got to, <laughs> you got to start with you, right? Right. Internally and externally. And, you know, um, what, I, what else did I was like, you know, you need to understand what you want out of life, mm -hmm. right? One of my mentors, um, his company, they get a government contractor company in the area, doing about 42 a year in residence um, at the time. And I was, I think, in my MBA program. And um, we were, uh, went out to dinner and, and um, he said, Reggie, you know, you need to understand what's plenty for you, how much you want out of life. He said, what's plenty for one man and is plenty for, is different, it's plenty for another man, right? Mm. And what he meant by that was like, hey, listen, you know, what I want in life, he said, I want, he said, you know, he wanted the cars that he wanted, the house that he wanted, being able to purchase whatever he wanted. He said, the biggest thing he wanted, one of the other things he wanted was to pay, send his, his two children to private school, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and all the way up from elementary to high school. And then whether they got a scholarship or not, he wanted to pay for their education, you know, for all the way up into their master's right, uh, right. cash. And on top of that, he wanted to take two vacations a year, one with his wife and just them romantically, you know, because he said he thought kept the marriage strong. And then he wanted to take another vacation with the whole family, the kids, the mother-in-law, whoever else wanted to go. Really nice vacations paid for cash. He mm -hmm. said that that's what he wanted. He's right. like, and there's a certain dollar amount associated with that, that right. and that is fine for me and i know that if i don't get that i'm gonna be disappointed i'm gonna be whatever he said then you have another man and mm -hmm. you know you got another man who all he wants to do is you know have a, a, a pickup truck and you know work work his job that he works he wants you know him and his wife he wants to come home to his wife and for them to go to church every Sunday and, you know, for his kids to go to go to public school, the same school that he went to, the whole family went there. And, you know, like just a simple life type of thing. It's a dollar amount associated with that. It may only be a hundred thousand dollars a year. It may be eighty thousand dollars a year or something like right. that. That is what that man determined is plenty for him. And he said, you know, so with that. Right. What's plenty for one man is and plenty for another man is different. The thing is, is that neither one of them can do it, look at one another in the wrong way. He said, so Reggie, what you need to determine is you need to determine what's plenty for you because until you do, you're never going to be satisfied because the man with that only wants the $50,000 a year, he might mess around and make $42 million, but not mm -hmm. have the life that he wanted. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then vice versa. So 
you know, that's that's one thing is like understanding what you want out of life, because that is like then you can reverse engineer your life. You can <laughs> understand the things that you need to do to obtain the things that you want. But until right. you have done that, you can't. Next thing is integrity. It's like you have to you got to have integrity, period, because mm-hmm. you're going even especially if you want some money, because you're going to be you're going to be faced with some opportunities to really. Like, man, anytime money is involved in anything, you know, you got to have integrity. Your decisions can't be based on money, right? right? They have to be based on your value and your principle, right? Right, right. Ultimately, anyway, I mean, that's self I I mean, that's a good point because even with the integrity thing, right, you always see on like some of those shows, right, the movies and shows, you always see like, uh, man, you know, you got you. You might uh, a guy might be married to his wife, you know, or or vice versa, and then you have like uh, you have another guy coming with all this money, right? Come with all this yeah. money, and he's yeah. like, he's like, yo, uh, you know, let me let me get your wife for this day or something, something crazy exactly. like that, you know? And you're like, what? You know? But if you got integrity, you like, bro, you know, you might mess around and knock him out, right? You <laughs> like take him out. You know, say like, no, I don't care what money it is. It's my wife you talking about, right? Exactly. You know? Uh, but then you got other people out there who's like, man, you know, man, what, what are we talking about? A million dollars? You know what? You know what so yeah. where does that integrity lie, right? And that's just something that's so high level, but and something so uh, like like you might think is 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 not real, but that stuff happens. You know what I'm saying? When you're offered two different choices in life and stuff, and where your integrity lies, you know, helps you make that decision. Exactly. You know, it, it, exactly, man, and and ultimately. You know, was done in the was done in the dark. Ultimately, <laughs> right, right. Happening, everything, man, in the job, in our personal life, like people who make them decisions and do those things, man. That karma, like sometimes it's instant. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's delayed. You know, and so right. start, like the first level in the game, really understanding the components, like first understanding, like fully, what do you want out of it, right? What do you mm-hmm. out of the game? What do you want? Right, not what Instagram wants, not what Joe Smo down the street wants. Not what you saw on social media. Not what you want. What resonates with you, and then from there you can then start to work backwards, and then you keep that integrity piece along the way, and you just say, okay, you use it as a barometer to make your decision. Like for me, you know, I'm like, whatever best for my family is what I need to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was making a quarter million dollars here last year. You know, a year. You know, I had I had two two contracts, two six figure contracts. I was making you know about about two hundred and fifty, and then my wife got an opportunity to you know of a lifetime to to, to um, take a job in Rome, Italy, and I was faced with a decision. We we had a two year old son. We had just been recently been married. You know what I'm saying? Our marriage, like a young family, like I need as a father, my principal, I need to be with my and a husband, I need to be there. That's number so, one, right? Yeah. Number one for me. It's always been number one. Mm-hmm. But this was the most money I ever made in my life. Right. right. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like if I do this for two years, four years, like maybe mm-hmm. we could just fly back and forth and see each other. You know what right. I'm saying? But then I had to go back to my values, my principles, and my integrities, and I prayed them. I said, man, I quit. I walked away from that money, bro, and went over there with no job. 
and was a stay-at-home dad for six months. And then I ultimately, you know, I ultimately landed a job working as an IT consultant for the United Nations, the World Food Program, and I just wrote their data classification cybersecurity policy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, ultimately, man, it works out. And I'm much happier than I was when I was making, you know, whatever. I'm still yeah, doing it. Because it's your values. You know what I'm saying? If you follow your values, your principles, that's what's going to make you happy. You know what I'm saying? And that's your yeah, and you built it. What it did, what you did was you built that in connection with the your wife. You know what I'm saying? Y'all both had the same values and principles. Y'all built that together. And then y'all was like, damn, y'all made a decision based off of that. You know what I'm saying? What's most important, little man, you know, and all that stuff, you know. And then you was able to make that that decision, man. That and right there, if we take it back to mindset, man, that's like that's growth mindset all day, right there. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people won't do that, they won't make that decision. Because they don't even understand their own values, values and principles yet, you know, to make that decision. You know, they're kind of split apart if they're in a relationship, you know, whatever. But that growth mindset is important, man. You know, for sure, man. You know, that growth, the growth mindset is extremely important because if you think about it, man, I position myself right to be able to do that. Right? Mm-hmm. I have, you know, two two degrees. Right. I have five different certifications. I am literally qualified to work. Anywhere in the entire world, you get it right, job. right. Making, making great money. Mm-hmm. The challenge is, 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 is being comfortable. And it's like, 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 like Hove said, you know what I'm saying? Put me anywhere on God's green earth, I triple my worth. Nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, drop me off in the ocean, man. I'm gonna come back surfing on sharks, bro. Like, mm-hmm. real. And so, but it's the mentality that you can do it. You know what I'm saying? It's the man, it's the mentality, bro. And it's like the growth mindset. If you don't have it, it's like one is a fix. You're talking about your 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 um philosophy, right? With the fixed mindset mm-hmm. versus the growth mindset. The fixed mindset, I would have stayed for the money, but I right. lost my family, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. what type, you know, but but there are people out there that would do that. And right, like, right. Not for nothing, whatever. That's y'all. That's that's right. on y'all. You know what I'm saying? And if that's what you want out of life, if you want to be rich, you know what I'm saying? You know, God, you lose the whole what, what is get the whole world and you lose yourself or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's like, man, that's not worth it for me. You know, yeah, but and I'm still and it's unlocked so many more, so much more things. It's like yeah, it's yeah. unleashed, you know, and I'll talk about it, you know, further down the road, but success begets success. Right. And when we talk about the first level in the game, that's mm-hmm. not the hardest decision. I mean, that's the hardest decision that I made, but it's not the first decision. So yeah. when we talk about like integrity and like repeating the game and stuff like that. Had I not made strong, strong decisions prior to that and the first levels of my my game that I've been playing, I wouldn't have been able to stand up to that boss level decision. Yeah. <laughs> like, what you going to do? Right. Yeah. I'd have hold it. And then after that, it's like, man, who knows what would have happened? You know what I'm saying? I don't even yeah. want to think about it. Like, and what's crazy about- is, <laughs> no, no, not to cut you off, sorry about it, but, but, but what, what what's crazy is that, you know, like, like people, something that you pointed out that was, that was real dope is that making a decision, right? You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, they're indecisive about things, you know, and stuff, and they'll never, they'll never really grow. Whether they some I mean who hasn't make a made a bad decision in their life, right? Too. You know what I'm saying? Everybody make bad decisions and stuff. As you continue, 
to it's just like data, right? Like with machine learning and stuff like that, as you continue to look at that data that you had, the history that you made in the past, and you'll be able to make better decisions and stuff in the future and stuff because you're like, all right, I messed up here, I messed up there and stuff like that, you know, but decisiveness, right? You know, I know uh, it's something that uh, I remember reading like Obama, man, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, all the people, they they literally say, I'm only gonna, uh, I'm only going to wear this this outfit every day, right? And and that's because they have what they don't want to do what is called decision fatigue, right? Mm-hmm. They don't want to sit there and like and rack their brain on trying to make a decision like, man, I wake up, what outfit should I wear today? No, nah, it's like, man, they got so many things they got to think about in this world. You know what I'm saying? They just want to make a decision. And so mm-hmm. that's the worst start, right? Like just taking it back, making a decision, man, you know, but one of the things that that you said, just to go back to like, and I'm following that, um, that, that 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 post that I put out there because it was really all you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you, like you said everything. You was like, man, hacking the brain, you know what I'm saying, first level to the game. But one thing you point out too on there was, you know, being able to look at your emotions, your feelings, and the brain, being able to hack that, man. Yeah. And that was something that really hit me too because the way I look at it is, you know, it's really about controlling your emotions, controlling your feelings, and your brain and that's where that growth mindset comes into play, you know, being able to do something like that, you know, and and it's an interesting method and stuff that you have lending that with like technology and all that stuff, yeah. you know, but you have like awareness. Right. You got you got you got to find the why, like you said, to your emotions and then finding that solution. And to me, I also look at like that most important part is being able to like manage the emotions. Right. That's like a habit that you have to form. Right. You know, and that's something that really got me because you made me go back and like, man, research, you know, how can you even hack that stuff? And I was like, dang, you know what? Some like being able to form that habit, that consistency on managing your emotions, man, is key, man. So talk a little bit about like, you know, that that emotion part, you know, being able to hack your emotion, your feelings and your brain, you know, that you were saying. Yeah, man, I'm 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 looking up um, books in my audible right now to um, to shout out and out here. so first is like I'm actually a certified hacker, right? You know, mm-hmm. you would call it a a white hat or you know hacker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On the blue team, uh, or sometimes you do red team activities. Blue team is um, you know defensive, and then red team is like the good guys, but they're great. You know, the system, uh, right? Another one part of my background is also the physical arm security as well. Um, for the federal government. So I used to wear a bulletproof vest and block mm-hmm. 16. And so I've been through all types of training for counterterrorism, bomb detection, weapons detection, active shooter stuff. Like I'm a certified like marksman with, you know, Department of Homeland Security and all that. I don't do it anymore. But, <laughs> you know, but interestingly enough, like, you know, if changed my mindset because when you know if anybody who's in law enforcement or prior law enforcement or anybody who's in a hacker or whatever when they walk when they see a computer or anything like that you know or you walk into or say it's a criminal say say a guy is like always pull like you see all the heist movies first thing they do is they walk in and they they have an eye for the security you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and so my job like the first thing when it comes to the my i just reference that as my background because that's just my thought process of life just how i think anyway i've been trying to figure out you know how to 
break into stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. In order to protect, right? And so it's like it's it's a reverse thing. It's a, it's a it's a dance. You know, even with your mind, like you have to figure out how to break your mind almost in order to. And I've done it. Like, no, no, you're right. <laughs> in order to make sure that you're solid. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so. One of the terms or two of the terms from cybersecurity from hacking is called numeration and footprinting, right? Those two things kind of go hand in hand. And it's like the definition is basically enumeration is like when you go in and you extract like, uh, you know, the, uh, on a computer, you extract the usernames and stuff like that. Machine names, network resources, system resources. You gather as much information as you can about the weak points and the vulnerabilities of a system. And then on a the footprint side, it's kind of the same thing, um, but it's like the pre-attack. All of this is pre-attack. And so enumeration right. footprint, what you do is you keep like a notebook or a notepad up and you're just typing away. And it's basically reconnaissance that you're doing. And mm -hmm. other thing about computers and hacking computers is that humans are always and forever going to be the most vulnerable <laughs> uh, thing to a computer. Mm -hmm. to any information system and so truly which is why like in penetration testing even everybody's offices now are like you know your first onboarding thing is what you know watch out for phishing attack watch out for PII, right, right, right. social so, engineering all that stuff so, right. social engineering like we live in a social media world yeah you know what i'm saying are they so, out there social they engineering is a whole like if i told you right now that i have uh 10 Instagram accounts, right? Mm -hmm. With my personal account, I got one that's like, uh, my personal account only has like a thousand followers, but I have multiple accounts with over 10,000, 15,000 followers, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, when you reach out to somebody from this account and they see 10,000 followers, their minds just like light up. Like, yeah, yeah. If you reach out to somebody with a, uh, you can purchase accounts for a hundred thousand followers mm -hmm. over, you know, this type of stuff. You can hack, like you can social engineering in today's world is different, like <laughs> because, like I said, it goes back. People don't have integrity, and people just going for anything out there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Anyways, I'll say that I'm not gonna disclose like my whole <laughs> tactics on what I what I can do. You know, I, uh, uh, different stuff with like cybersecurity company and different stuff like that. Yeah. But when it comes to you know packing yourself, um, <laughs> like it's a, you it's need a, to make sure that you're not vulnerable to yourself. To your right. you know what I'm right. saying. Like, so what are your weaknesses? And a lot of times, and think about emotional triggers and different things like that. So for me, I've been through some, some dark places in my life. Like I've been through, I've been right, through. Right, right, tell them your story, I, man. Yeah. yeah, I've been through a lot of stuff. Like I went from a 0.0, .0 GPA. And mm -hmm. during that time, you know, my parents were going through like a divorce and uh, I can't blame it on them, but I rebellious, to my, to my right, right. was like I was in the frat, so I was right, right. Doing all of this. I was in college doing all of this stuff right. that I shouldn't have been doing, and it led me down this path. And then I also had a business, and so I ultimately landed myself where I think you know I was like I had a music business and stuff like that. And Kai, sorry, 
Sorry. It's cool. Let a little man be up in the screen. Yeah, he ain't so, used to it. <laughs> it's like I ended up, long story short, I was like selling my CDs in the street doing doing my thing, you know, because I had a music company and stuff like that. And I had a whole enterprise, though. So it was like I would walk. I didn't have a car. I was walking 20 miles a day in D.C. Right. Gonna press up and sell out CDs, press up another hundred CDs, go out, sell those again. And that process, because of it, I was doing it, I wasn't sleeping. So I went on this, you know, and this is why it's like the whole growth mindset type of thing is like it's a your threshold. You got to understand your thresholds. Right. I pushed myself so hard that I burnt out. I ended up going three days without sleep, you know, mm -hmm. and sleep deprivation is like is a form of torture, literally. And to where I ended up because of like my emotional triggers and like everything that was happening, like I spiraled out and I suffered. I went, I've been to therapy and stuff recently. Um, and I suffered what was called a psychotic break. And mm. they thought it was like a bipolar episode enough, but but it was like like if you look up psychotic break, it's like basically like almost like a nervous breakdown where mm -hmm. a person has been under so much stress. And there's a, an event that triggers them to go into this mentally broken down spot. A lot right. of people never recover from that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, like for real. So it was like for me at that point, like I was in a mental institution and right. Right. in DC for like a week. And my parents, like they didn't know what else to do with me. I went to the hospital. They thought I was on drugs. My toxicology report came back negative. They was like, he's not doing no drugs. You know what's going on with him you know what i'm saying and so after that um they committed me and from there like i hadn't gone you know i, I came out of the mental institution in a week it was midterms i hadn't gone to class yet mm -hmm. all semester <laughs> oh, so if you miss if you miss five down went to the maybe one or two classes but if you miss uh -huh. more than five classes right done, like, the university automatically fails you so uh, rest in, you know, rest in peace to Dr. Freddie Barnes, you know, from Blue yeah, yeah, yeah. He sat me down and with my dad and he was like, listen, like first of all, this is your second time. This is your second zero point zero. Like, oh man. Time on academic probation. Like we gotta kick you out of the university, you know what I'm saying? Based on the policy. And he was like, But because you know, your brother, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna look out for you. And he was like, Listen, black man, he was like, This is your second chance you know, don't jack it up. And so they went and talked to all of my professors. They literally gave me a second chance. They waived the policy of failing. And they basically said that Reggie would do all of his homework uh, that he missed every class. I had five classes and mm -hmm. I hadn't read any of my textbooks. I haven't done anything. And they were the midterms of the week. And he basically said, my dad was like, he gonna do what I tell him to do. So I read, Every single textbook cover until the point of the midterm. I did every single piece of my homework in that particular semester. Mind you, like I was like physically weak, spiritually I was broken. I was broken at this point, and I didn't feel like I could do anything. But I had people who believed in me at the time more than I believed in myself. My mom, my dad. Brothers in the fraternity, Dr. Miller, right. Dr. Bonds, you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, a, a list of brothers, you know, that, and family members and friends, my best friend, Mark 
coaches like my line brothers, Leon. It was like, man, Reggie, you got this. But they knew that what I went through, that that wasn't even who I was. Like we all right. go through adversity sometimes and like we experience things and you do things that are way out of character, but sometimes it's it's about how you recover from it. And sometimes right. you get to a place where you don't feel like you can recover. Like that yeah. was the bottom for me. And I and instead of me just wallowing it, I embraced it. I said, well, there's no place I can go but up, you know? And so after that point, man, what I did was um, I knocked them things out, bro. And that was the right. my, my highest GPA in undergraduate, my career, undergraduate career. That's messed up the 3.75. Nice. And um, at that point, like my mind, I had thought that success and me going through that and facing that adversity and standing up to that, to myself, mm-hmm. you know, allowed me to thrive. And, and you fast forward, and this is where it gets, this is where I've now been able to, you know, that was 10 years ago. That happened in 2010 and 2020 mm-hmm. for about nine years, like eight years up until I wrote my first book. I wasn't even able to talk about this. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like I, w- I was embarrassed of it. And all of this stuff. And so when I wrote my book, it was therapeutic for me to, to share my story. And that's what my first book is here. If you want to hear more about that story, it's yeah. all there. Um, but here's the thing. Um, and this is where we come to hacking the human emotion. Like, I'm not talking about some superficial stuff. I'm talking about your trauma. I'm talking right. about your pain. Because in some of my darkest moments, I did some amazing things, man. Mm-hmm. I did some I did some things in those moments of like when I was hustling, when I was out there, I thought that that was like I was so driven, I was so focused. Yeah. But I thought that's what drove me to go into the to the mental institution. So I hadn't even I had I just put it away. I locked it up in mm-hmm. in my mind. I locked it up and said, I'm not going back to the place. I don't right, right. So I had nothing to do with that. And the growth mindset, right? When you talk about fixed, I was in a fixed place for mm-hmm. a long time. It was although, although I was growing, I was getting my certifications, I was going to school, I wasn't happy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I was saying, how you can, you know, the one person can find out what's plenty for you. It wasn't enough for me. You right. know what I'm saying? It wasn't enough. And so what I had to do, man, was I had to look back into that. And I went to therapy, but I did a lot of it on my own. My therapist, you know what I'm saying? She helped a lot. Um, and, you know, I'm a big proponent, proponent of that. But sometimes, you know, it's not for everybody. But ultimately, what you need to do is you need to confront yourself mm-hmm. and, and understand that wherever you are now, you got some distance between that adversity that you faced before, man. It's some gems in there that you yeah. created, you left like successfully breadcrumbs, and so all of it is not bad. And you got to sift through. You know, I had to sift through for me. You know what um, allowed me to really kind of come out of that. And some of the things that I found, man, was just like understanding what my line was, making sure that I'm getting enough sleep, making sure that I'm listening people making sure that i'm setting attainable goals right, right, sure right. my even though i set a moonshot goal or a, a a huge goal making sure that i'm setting a micro goals in between to and get to that I, part. yeah and then not being you know stuck to a strategy that's set in stone like you said earlier in the talk being able to be adaptive 
being able to move right and, and to, to to shift positions like if you're at war don't be that old general that is like oh we're gonna watch because we had the largest army we're gonna walk down it's like they get blindsided all right. Now I know it's a process. There's a process to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> to that angle. And to talk about the process, I created small replicated process. And I do this in everything. Everything that I do, I create small, tiny processes. Right. Like, and I, it's like shooting a jump shot or throwing a football or, or lifting a weight. Anything. It's like it's, it's down. It's one, two, three, right. four. And once I get it to one, two, three, four, I'm like, how do I get it to one, two, three? How do I get it to one, two? Making processes, simplifying them, and things that work for you work for right, you. Right, right, right. Because even okay. even when you uh, when I sent you, when I said, hey, look, man, it'll be an honor to get you on the podcast and all that stuff. When I said that, man, you like you off the break was like that. Then you broke that joint down. You was like, so what, what platform are you doing? What the, you know, so everything is a process, man. And you, you're absolutely right about that, man. And, and so, like, I think, like, some of the things I want to highlight because that story that you did, that you just talked about, man, yeah. so many people are going through the same things. If not the whole story, right? They're going through little pieces in there, right? Mm -hmm. That's 0, 0.0 GPA. You know what I'm saying? Like, that right there, people will be like, man, can't nobody come from zero. It's hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's hard to come from a 0.0 GPA to get 3.7, right? You know, it's hard, man, you know, when your parents go through a divorce. You know, I haven't experienced that, but so many people in this world have. Yeah. And so I can't talk to that, but somebody like you can say, look, man, like, like, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you come out of that? Let's talk about how to get out of that. And and even uh uh like some of the, the mental breakdown, man. So many people in this world are going through that, man, with the corona thing being in the house. Right now, you know what I'm saying? They're going through mental breakdowns. And I talked to somebody the other day, they're like, man, I'm not not really feeling good. You know what I'm saying? What's going on and stuff like that and trying to encourage them. You know, but what you're showing is that, you know, no matter what you're going through in life, man, that 0.0, .0 GPA, the divorce of the parents, whatever cards are dealt to you is not your story. That doesn't have to be the end of your story. No. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you like, man, look, that that's just like a little segment in the story. And then you're you're going back to what I was talking about earlier was the fueling. You know what I'm saying? Those obstacles, those trials and tribulations and stuff like you, you use that as fuel to get you to where you are now, man. Absolutely. And so, man, you know, I, you know, I, I know it's been a little over an hour and stuff, man. I'm not going to we can kill it, man. We can probably go yeah. for like two hours and stuff, man. I, I know you got, you yeah, got, we'll you got traffic, we have, yeah, we'll have to do another one, man. I mean, this is, this has been so, so good, man. And I, I just want to say, man, that, you know, um, like you said, man, it is so many people going through, you know, a lot right now. Our people like, you know what I'm saying? This is like a hat. This is this is, uh, you know, uh, Manoesis and Shinnecock. I'm also a Native American. This is my tribe, in New York. And that means, you know, I fear no one. And then also, you know, this is where we are. You know, what I'm saying? we free it. Right. And so it's like this is we at war right now. Come on, man. It's right, like all around. Like, I'm not even trying to sit here and sugarcoat stuff and act like everything is, is great, man. It's not. It's not. But the, right. you know what? That's one thing my wife and I, we talk about all of the time, man. It's like, she be like, how you doing? Or even when we're talking to our friends. Like, if I'm not okay, I'm not going to tell you I'm okay. Like, I'm not. Like, if you say, yo, Reg, how you doing? I'm like, man, not really doing too good. Because so many times, what happens, right? Right. We start to mask, cover up 
our pain and our trauma. Yeah, and our emotions and stuff. Been doing all the time, man. You're right. And then, and then what happens is, is like this goes back to the hacking thing. One trigger is going to set that bomb off. Mm-hmm. And that's how you end up, you know what I'm saying, in, in those dark places. And so it's okay. And this is why I was like talking about earlier. It just goes back and leveled it all the way back up to the first level of the game. When I talk mm-hmm. about how you can't always be positive. You can't always be negative. You got to be okay and be at peace and calm with with being in the middle of a storm. I could be in the middle of a storm and be calm. You know what I'm saying? I could be in the middle of being happy and winning a championship and be calm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, the mindset of understanding that, you know, where you are, like you, you came from somewhere you're going somewhere, you are somewhere, and you're going somewhere. And yeah. then you die. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what are you going to do here? And so, yeah, I appreciate you allowing me to share my story. And I just want one thing, you know what I'm saying, that I've been, um, like, looking at, man, it's like with this whole coronavirus and stuff like that, man, everybody out here living their best life, like, it's all good. Man, we're coming in, uh, another, a second wave is going to happen. It's going to be worse than the first one. Yeah. And yeah. it's Darwinism. Right. This is Darwinism, right? Only the strong survive. Only the strong and the smart survive. And so are you going to be, you know, strong and smart or are you going to be weak and dumb? Right. Right. And that's a process. Right. It's a process. And so while we have the time, while we have the time. Right. Thank you so much for listening to, you know, and to the Mr. Daffodata podcast. (laughs) We have the time, man. Inventory yourself and mm. grow. Focus on trying to grow. It starts right. there. It starts with the effort. And if you put some effort in, I'm telling you, man, it's like you're gonna get it out tenfold. All you gotta do is try. And so, right. you know, in the fir- one of the first ways that you can try is to go ahead and buy this book. Right <laughs> <here>. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, man. If you want to change careers, my second book is coming out on July 27th. What's uh, the name of that? called uh, Career Change, uh, Six Figures to IT. And okay. it's just for, for people. It's not. It's a non-technical book, and it teaches anybody how they can make a change and, and walks you through the steps with tons of free resources. So that'll be coming out soon. Uh, you can find me on YouTube. Everything Reginald Bullock. Reginald Bullock 409 on Instagram. Reginald Bullock on, on YouTube. You know, and uh, man, Gotta do this again. I'm excited. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah, yeah, go get after it now. I'm inspired. Yeah, 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 man. Hey, I appreciate you, man. And as always, I usually end with a dope uh, data nugget, man. And um, you know, you you pretty much said it all, man. But I think just to emphasize what you're saying, man, like this, like we're all human, first of all, right? You know, saying we we have to understand you're human. Everybody make mistakes. Everybody go through stuff, but. You know, it's about training your mind to get to that growth mindset that we talked about. And um, and 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 when we talk about a loss, right, people are like, man, you know, I just took that L. Right. I always put this in the pose and stuff. It's not the L you're taking is a lesson learned, not a loss. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the one you got to emphasize. Right. And so that's how you get to where you need to go and stuff. man. And yeah, exactly. man. And, And so and and just to go back to what you were saying about the emotions and stuff. That's what you have to control and um, and and don't let them control you or direct you in the way you want to go. And also, man, just to uh, just to really 
hone down on some things that is not easy. So that process is not going to be easy. You just got to make an effort and don't give up, man. So, you know, thanks again, Reggie, for being on there, man. And, uh, and thank you all for listening to the Data is My Science podcast, the show that makes data your passion. Again, I'm doing this mindset hack. So it's going to be a couple of segments where we're just talking about mindset, you know, growth mindset, you know, being able to grow in specific areas. This one right here was a perfect, perfect foundational setup, man, to the overall uh, uh, mission of being able to train everybody to get that growth mindset. And in the future, uh, while, as I continue to different segments, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, we're going to hone in on some things like, you know, maybe with your branding or your career or something like that, you know. So I have some people lined up. That's going to be dope. Um, as always, you can meet, you can, you can uh, find me on at Mr. At, at Mr. Dapper Data on any of the social media platforms. So that's uh, M-R-D-A-P-P-E-R-D-A-T-A at Mr. Dapper Data. Um, and also uh, you can keep an eye out, man. I'm launching my, my, my website, www.mrdapperdata.com soon. And I'll be in a conference talking about how um, the challenges that, that people are going through with telework and the government and technology. So look out for that, you know, and, and again, Reggie, man, just highlight you at the end, man. Where can they reach you at and uh, show that book, man, one more time. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so we got, uh, again, this, and that's Reginald Bullock uh, from 0.0, 0 GPA to six figures. You can you can find me the simplest way to find me is on at uh, Um You can from there use that as a platform to, to jump to all of my, my other content. And uh, man, thank you so much. And, and I just want to, I just want to say, man, you know, I'm, I'm so proud of what you're doing. Uh, it's so needed, and I can't, uh, I can't any way that I can be of assistance, um, you know, now or in the future, man. Just let me know, man, because uh, I really believe that you're helping so many people out there, um, and people that we don't even know, um, right. people that we may never know. So uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man, and. Um, I can't wait to see, uh, you know, your your growth and how this thing blossoms, man. So thanks, man. Let's do it together, man. You know. All right, y'all, man. Much love, man. I'll talk to y'all later. All right.